Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome into the second hour of First Take as we get ready for Saints at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Chilly morning here in New Orleans, uh, getting a New Year's Eve going pregame coverage for this black and gold matchup against the NFC South rival leading the division right now, trying to keep playoff chances alive in this matchup. And what'd you say, Charlie, kickoff uh, temperature in Raymond James Stadium is expected to be? A beautiful, beautiful 63 degrees and sunny. At oh, Raymond wow. James so Stadium a lot different Tampa over there. Oh, yeah. It's very, very nice in Tampa. I think things are going to expect to warm up here today, even though we woke up with ice on our car this morning. Right. It was like in like early 40s, late 30s <laughs> when we were getting to work. It was crazy. Uh, checking in our Oakland Hard Jewelers Rolex time check. It's two hours and 50 minutes till that noon start in Raymond James Stadium. That'll be coming up here on WWL Saints Radio. Uh, Saints had an extended break after their Thursday night loss to the Rams. I've uh, been gearing up for this matchup, trying to, I guess, lick your wounds and trying to get back on track, folk refocus. Uh, even though playoff chances are very dim right now, the Saints do know they have to win out their next two games obviously today against Tampa Bay next week hosting Atlanta Falcons uh, Derek Carr spoke to the media on Wednesday here's what QB1 had to say as the Saints get ready for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did the uh, break do anything good for the psyche of the team for a chance to study more I mean uh, I feel like we've asked you this three or four different times yeah. this season where you got to get over something that's pretty disheartening yeah yeah absolutely um yeah, it's, I think the whole the whole year has been it's been tough, you know. And uh, but the one thing that our guys keep showing is that they just keep fighting, man. You know, it hasn't been perfect or exactly what we wanted, but um, you know, guys they continually show up, smile on their face. And that's due to the leadership that's been here for a long time. You know, Cam T, you know, uh, you know Demario, all those guys, man. They just they just keep coming. They just keep working. And coaches do a great job of that as well. Um, but I, I think it allowed a, a lot of guys to get healed up as much as they could. You know, that time helps. And then mentally you get to, you know, not put the tax on your body so much, but mentally you can study, you know, you can get ahead on these, uh, like we said, these two opponents that we, you know, we know that we need wins against. How Eric, important, that, I mean, major decisions get made in the NFL at the end of seasons yeah. about, about the fate of coaches, players. How yeah. important is it for you guys to, to keep trying to show you're heading in the right direction and that this Whole thing wasn't yeah, that, we always want to do that. You know, that's one thing I was told. No matter you know what the situation that you're in uh, in the NFL, I was taught any chance you get to put a jersey on, any chance a coach gets to walk out here, you got to keep proving it every day. Charles Woodson used to tell me that you're 18. You know, he's like, I'm trying to prove it every day because it don't matter who you are. It's Charles Woodson, best defensive player arguably ever. And he's like, dude, if I don't show that I can, you know, tackle or cover or make it a make a play, he's like, that's it, you know. And so he's like, you, you always keep that mindset, you know, us as players. Um, 
know, whether it's been a great season or a tough season, you're always trying to show that because you, you know that there's always someone waiting to replace you. They got hundreds of college kids about to come up that all want to take our jobs. You know, we all still want to feed our families and same thing, coaches, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, that's something that we're taught. Like when you first get in the league, that's something talked about by the older guys all the time. What's the team mindset now you're in this off-swing situation? You guys got to win now. So. It's a playoff mindset, you know. That's one thing we've, we've been talking about is like, guys, this playoff mindset, like, you know, you would hope, you know, me and RC talk about this all the time as quarterbacks and really it should everybody, but me and RC always talk about like, that should be our mindset all the time. And we, and we always talked about that from the beginning. Gruden, same thing. Ole, same thing. We always talked about that should, that should be our mindset in OTAs. And when you carry that mindset, it's easy. My wife asked me this the other night, like, how, like in the, like when just a general football question, she was like, how do you like handle like the pressure? I was like, well, when you're in it, like you've, you've worked so hard and you've put so much into it, you don't even really think about it in that moment. You know, you're just, you're just out there and you're just playing. And so, you know, for, for some guys, the younger guys, you teach them how to be in that mindset early and now they're going to get a real taste of it, you know? And so uh, for me individually, uh, experience helps, you know, I've been in this situation a couple of times and you know what it takes. I'm going to go out there and give everything I have all week long. And then on Sunday, give my best that I can give. And, you know, I know if I gave everything that I had, you can live with that. Uh, it may hurt. It may be really exciting. I don't know. But you can't think about that. You just got to stay focused on that process. And that's kind of how what keeps my mind focused when I just focus on that. How much have you guys discussed the margin of the previous meeting with Tampa Bay? You know, I think it might oh, have yeah. been the most lopsided game. I guess the extent to, to which you really feel that margin may be misleading relative to how the teams match up or wanting to prove that or anything like that, you know? Well, you know, we are we are what we've earned, you know. And, you know, we earned a loss that day, which it wasn't good. They, they got after us, and I'll never take that away, you know, from anybody. They, they did a great job, uh, and we, we needed to do better that day. But, you know, we're excited for another challenge. You know, they're leading our division. They're an amazing team with amazing coaches. They got great, they got talent everywhere. They got champions, you know, on that team all over the place. And it's another tough challenge for us, uh, but it's one we're excited for. You know, you never back down from a challenge. You go out there, face it full, you know, you know, head on and give it your best shot. And so we're excited to play against them. But the margin, all that, you don't really talk about that. You know, even when you win a game, when you lose a game, when you watch the film, you're just making corrections on how to get better. You know, and you're not necessarily saying, well, it was 11 points or it was 16 or it was two. or You don't really do that. It's just like these are the three things. We've got to do these better in practice this week so we do it better in the game. And that's just kind of been like my experience, like for the last ten years, like football guys. Is that why divisional sweeps um, seem to be difficult because of the ability to make those corrections and then do it over? Yeah, I've, just in my just in my experience, um, you know, it's it's rare where a team it's just so lopsided that they have no chance. You know, you know, it, eventually it, it comes back. You know, and it's back and forth. And that's kind of what we talked about earlier about the NFL. It's, just, it's made to be so even. And especially in the division, you're drafting against, oh, they have that, we need this. Free agent, we need this, they have that. And that's why it usually it goes pretty much back and forth as you know the years go on. Saints quarterback Derek Carr getting ready to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and hopefully can do some damage against a Buccaneers secondary that has been lit up pretty much all year long. I know passing yardage, uh, the, the Bucks aren't very good. Uh, they're more stout against the run. Yeah, absolutely. But that's that's kind of been their trend for the past couple of years, I feel. 
if you're looking at uh, the NFC playoff picture, we were talking a little bit about this last hour. I have the official numbers for everybody, All just right. so that you can kind of get an idea of where the Saints stand. Currently, they have a 13% chance to make the postseason. If they lose and a couple other teams win, they could be eliminated as early as this week. Right. They're eliminated from NFC South contention if they lose today. Now, if they win, that percentage jumps up to 28%. So let's talk about the teams in front of them, right? There's a huge game tonight, sun, uh, sun, Sunday night football, between the Vikings and the Packers. Both teams are 7-8, and eight, second and third place in the NFC North, respectively. Right now, the Vikings currently hold the 8th seed. They have a 28% chance to make the postseason. If they win, that jumps up to 48%. If they lose, it drops to 4 because then they would be falling to 7-9. and nine. And you're looking at a couple teams in front of them, like the Rams and the Seahawks. I'll get to them in just a second. Similar situation with the Packers. Their current playoff chances at 7-8. and eight, They're right above the Saints. 25%. They hold the tiebreaker, obviously, from that blown 17-0 lead back in Week 3. Uh, they p- currently have a 25% chance to make the postseason. If they win, that jumps up to 55%. If they lose, they're effectively eliminated. Similar situation with the Saints. If the Saints lose sub 1%, they could be eliminated as early as this weekend, like I said, uh, if a couple other teams win. You're looking at the teams that are currently in the N- NFC wildcard. Uh, the Rams, with an 8-7 and seven record, had the 6th seed. We're not going to talk about the Cowboys or the Eagles. Whichever loser of that NFC East has already secured a playoff spot will be the 5 seed in the wildcard race. Um, the Rams currently have a 67% chance to make the postseason. That was a huge win for them last week over the Saints on Thursday Night Football. If they win today against the Giants, we mentioned that earlier, about the Giants needing to pull off an upset at home uh, to keep drop the Rams back down to 8-8. Eight and eight. That playoff chance jumps to 87%, but if they were to lose, it drops down to 25%. That's a really big jump for them. It's a huge swing game in New York. And then the Seahawks are hosting the Steelers today. We just saw it on ESPN. Uh, if they win, their playoff chances jump from 71% to 88%. If they lose, it drops down to 41 So the Saints need a couple teams to win today. They obviously need Pittsburgh to win in Seattle, uh, the Giants to beat the Rams. I, it all starts – I mean, we're saying all this stuff. It all starts with the Saints having to win today, right? If they lose, once again, you're effectively eliminated, specifically from the NFC South race – but from also basically the wild card, unless a lot happens. A lot didn't happen for you last week. Maybe that kind of switches up, the coin flips, and you get a lot of help this weekend, uh, but you can't really count on it, right? I will say, uh, looking at the Twitter sphere right now, Nick Underhill of New Orleans.Football, a little positive news for some Saints fans and I guess anybody in the fantasy football championships looking at a game where you have Alvin Kamara going, uh, worried about his sickness. Well, uh, we heard earlier in the morning from Tom Pelissero uh, p- pretty much saying the same thing as Nick Underhill, that Alvin Kamara will play today for the Saints, even though he was uh, dealing with an illness. Also, punter Lou Headley is expected to play today as well, although Alvin uh, Nick Underhill saying that running back Kendry Miller will not suit up today, uh, saying that he will miss the game. So it'll be Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, and obviously Taysom Hill uh, powering your way through the running backs, uh, getting getting carries for the black and gold. It feels like the Bucks have kind of have had Kamara's number, so to speak. I mean, if you're looking at his numbers specifically against Tampa Bay, uh, he averages about 45 rushing yards per game against them on 11.8 carries. This is all via stat muse. Yeah. Um, I, he had one of his better games against them back in week four where he ran for 51 yards on 11 carries, 4.6 yards per carry. But historically against Tampa Bay, he averages 3.8 yards per carry, which is well below his average from what we're used to seeing from Kamara. The Bucks have done a good job of keeping him bottled up. And I do remember just earlier this year, uh, he had that weird game where he had 13 receptions, and it was for like 33 yards. 
Ugh. It right. A, it, was a, it was his first game back, if I remember correctly. Um, and the Saints offense just kind of sputtered that day with Derek Carr dealing with that uh, that shoulder injury that he suffered in the loss to the Packers. So, I mean, maybe you, hopefully we'll see a little bit more from Kamara today, uh, a couple days extra from rest from that Thursday night football game. Uh, and we'll see a better game from him against the Bucks squad that's kind of keeping that has kind of kept him bottled up uh, throughout his career against them. Maybe you can have like a Michael Jordan flu game in Tampa. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. Stepping away, want to hear from you on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. How you feeling, Houdat Nation? Heading into the new year, I know the playoff chances are slim for the black and gold, but do they get to win today in Tampa? Will they stay alive for their chances at a postseason spot? Want to hear from you? Coming back with more of First Take after the break here on WWL Saints Radio. Houdat. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We'll ask for some callers and texts on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line, which is 504-260-1870. Unfortunately, Charlie, not much positivity out there heading into the new year. 0787 uh, texts us. The Saints don't have a chance in hell of winning today against the Bucs. The Bucs are clearly better. I'll be surprised the Saints can even keep up, uh, be competitive in this game. All the Saints administrators, coaches, and players know that the Saints are a sinking ship. They only are keeping the around, is the only thing keeping around is to pay. It's going to be years before the Saints have a chance at winning again. Pretty brutal. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we do have the flip side of the coin, I guess you could say. <laughs> we have from, let's see, this is 98.73 on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Hey, Stephen Charlie, Saints win today. Saints 23, Bucks 20. Who dat? What a game. Camara will be the difference. Thanks. So, uh, it's kind of split <laughs> so far. <laughs> like, okay, like, let's just be real with their chances at the postseason. I don't think either of us expected come, you know, week 17 heading to Tampa Bay that entering the season, if you would have told me that Tampa Bay would be in the driver's seat for this division, I would have called you nuts. Would have laughed too, right? I, I mean, but the funny thing is, is we had Tampa reporters during, you know, OTAs and training camp and stuff like that telling us 
guys, this this squad still has a lot of talent. Like, it's not necessarily that they're going to be tanking for Caleb Williams like a lot of people expect. Right, we were rolling our eyes here when yeah, they were saying it. I know, like, we're just <laughs> thinking, oh, yeah, like, their over-under win total by Vegas was set at, like, five and a half. And I think a couple of us were thinking that they would go under and, and be in that kind of Caleb Williams sweepstakes conversation uh, with that Baker Mayfield signing. But he's worked out in spades for them. Steve, I mean, uh, Mike kind of said it in our last hour segment that – this guy, I mean, you have a starting quarterback at a discount rate, but do you pay him and, and keep him in Tampa long term with how he's performed this year? I think it's a legitimate question that the Bucks have to answer this offseason. Just based off of how he's played, I think you do. Because he's going to get them into the postseason if they win today. They're, they have the NFC South sealed. So Tampa's got some questions to answer and how much money is going, Baker going to ask from the Bucks. He's played really, really well in this. This, I mean, I say he's played really, really well in the winning streak. It's been mostly the last two games against Green Bay and then last week versus Jacksonville. He didn't play great against the Panthers or the Falcons, but, I mean, he did enough to get him a win in both games. But then he goes to Green Bay and sets a record for the first player to ever have a perfect passer rating in Lambeau Field, which is unbelievable. And then what he did against uh, Jacksonville just this past weekend, I mean, the Bucks just stomped the Jags. Like, they looked like a completely different team from the one the Saints faced in, what was it, like week seven on Thursday Night Football in the Dome? Yeah, it, it matters when you play a team, Steve. It's, and it's a turnover thing. Trevor was certainly in effect for the Jags there, and he's not going to be in action today. Uh, we'll be sitting out. Uh, the Saints, like you mentioned, just didn't didn't end up playing the Jags at the right time. <laughs> yeah, and you're not playing this Bucks team at the right time either because they're on, they're rocking and rolling on a four game winning streak. Although we faced them earlier in the year, and they still dismantled the Saints early in the in the Superdome. That was a weird game. Like, it was so odd. Derek Carr shouldn't have probably played. I mean, he did, and he didn't look good. Right. Uh, he was he not look... fully recovered from that shoulder issue. Not at all. And he started to recover, and then, you know, the Saints started rolling kind of at the midway point of the year. But, um, yeah, so you're looking for revenge. You're looking to avoid a, a season sweep. I think the Bucks have won three straight against the Saints as well, so you're right. looking to break that and, and kind of keep that NFC South, so to speak, up for grabs. But we'll see. Uh, hopefully someone we see in action getting to the quarterback today. Cam Jordan, you know, he's had a bit of a down season, uh, but he's had 10 and a half sacks in 12 career games at Tampa Bay. He's aiming for his third in a row at Tampa, also with a forced fumble. Cam spoke to the media earlier this week in the locker room. Here's what he had to say getting ready for the box. Cam, as you guys get to this point of the season, what would you say, like, is maybe the biggest reason of why you guys are here with you're back not uh not capitalizing on our potential um we're here because you know whether we were up a touchdown or down a touchdown we didn't get the job done at the by the end of the end of the game um there's no excuses at this point it's 15 games in two weeks left that's all we have and even even now when we win these last two games we're still gonna need some help to get in i believe all we can do is focus on what we can't control now um you know rather than dwell on which should have been how many games we could have won. It is what we are. You know, we are seven and eight, and we've got to figure out a way to get to nine and seven. What do you make about the disparity of your guys' record against winning teams? I think they're one and five. I look at the disparity on, you know, when we start off fast on both sides of the ball versus those games that we have to fight and see what happens. I mean, that's where you see the discrepancy in, in win-loss ratio. What have you seen that's been different from Baker Mayfield over the past month and kind of watching film and just his ability to you know, be really efficient with his, his past game? Confidence, of course. You know, you feel like Baker Mayfield is a confident quarterback um, and his ability to stack some uh, stack some games on top of each other, defense the way that they're playing over Tampa, 
Uh, it's clearly the, the stalwart part, part of their team, uh, and it built confidence. I guess is there a belief that you guys are going to be able to run the table there? Yeah, why not? Um, you know, I think that, again, there's, there's two games left at this point. It's more times than not, it's been on us to, to see where we're at with it. I don't think it's been any one team that's, that's quote unquote had our number. At, at some point, you know, we got to stop having those penalties that need to shorten our drive or extend the, the, the opposing offense's drive. Um, you know, we got to stop inhibiting ourselves. How do you practice that? Can you practice that? I don't know. Um, all you can do is focus on the details. You know, each and every play, each and every day is, is a different way for you to get better. Um, and you got to focus on the small stuff. So those leaky yardage that happens, you know, whether that be a quarterback running out in the first half and be tightened down by second half or, you know, the the tackles that we miss sometimes early, early in the games, we tighten up down. It's got to it's got to happen now. So I think, you know, on defensive side, we're focusing on that, just that, you know, that starts with walk through, that starts with practice. It's stopping the ball early, it's stopping the ball often and, and going on from there. Did Baker catch you guys kind of by surprise last time? He converted a few first downs in the first half of the last Baker's the former number one overall draft pick. I, I don't think I can use the word caught you by surprise. I will say, you know, uh, we knew how potent their offense was and they lived up to it for that, you know, whatever part of that was. I, did, I mean, I had to go watch the game again because um, in my mind, you know, this is, this is one of the teams that we, we probably match up well against. Granted, you know, if, you ha if you're fully healthy, we don't have the ability to be that right now. But um, this is, like I said, this is the NFL. This is somebody that, you know, we, we still feel confident about. Saints defensive end Cam Jordan, like I mentioned, has 10 and a half sacks in 12 career games at Tampa Bay. Boy, oh boy, be sure nice if he added to that total today, maybe adding a strip sack, gets a turnover for the black and gold and helping a short field for this offense. It's a big game for the defensive line. Yeah. They, did, they didn't get pressure on Matt Stafford oh. on Thursday Night Football, and he had time and he dissected them. You'll see something similar from Baker if they can't do it again. Now, Baker, he's not necessarily known for – like he can move around in the pocket, he can move outside of the pocket and stuff like that. He's not necessarily like a Lamar Jackson or anything no, like right. that where he's going to run all over you for 100 yards or anything. But last meeting, didn't he have like 30-some-odd yards? He had like 30, and it was near a season high for him as well. So, you know, keeping him contained and like being disciplined in those lanes is going to be really big for the black and gold defensive line today. We actually got a uh, text on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line. To make matters worse with the Saints, I read that the most flag-happy officiating crew in the league is calling today's game. Is this true? So I went and looked it up. Uh, yeah. This is Land Clark. Uh, is, is the head official at his crew for this matchup. I went uh, via sharp football analysis, some kind of stats about this, you know, officiating crew for this matchup. Lane Clark's crew is calling 43% of overall pen penalties on the home team. Um, just a couple numbers to throw out there for you. His uh, his staff ranks third in defensive holding penalties per, per game. Uh, they rank second for unnecessary roughness penalties as well. They're calling in an above average 31% of their overall penalties on defensive backs. 29% of the Saints' overall penalties are committed by their defensive backs compared to 24% for the Bucs. Um, the Buccaneers' defense ranks 25th in surrounding automatic first downs via penalty. Unfortunately, the Saints' offense on the other side of things ranks 24th as a beneficiary of automatic first down penalties, all via sharp football analysis. Um, so you're going to see probably a good amount of flags. I think I read that the average per game in the NFL this year is around 11, just over 11 flags per game uh, in you know just a given game. Uh, Lane Clark's crew is definitely above average. Hopefully so. we don't have any incidents like last night's game for the Saints, at least yeah, that go it was against a mess. them. It, it, it was a mess. 
Uh, looking at our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line, we're going to be heading down under to start first take here. Tony in Australia, what you got for us, my man? Hey, yeah, it's Tony and Charlie. Happy New Year, because it's uh, 2.34 a.m. New Year's <laughs> there you go. Day here. Happy New Year. But a couple of things I'd like to say. One, we've got to stop the run. Two, what's the problem with Pete Carmichael not <laughs> using Jimmy Graham? Yeah, that's been a big question and a, a pain for folks. You've seen him being obviously dominating in the red zone area and any time they've thrown to him, he's been a touchdown machine, but it just seems like uh, he he's just not getting oh. enough involvement. Uh, or I guess he's getting the snaps. He's just not getting looked at enough. I'm going I'm to pull up his exact stats because it's really funny. I think every single catch that he's had this year has either been a first down or a touchdown. And I think it's only like six. But I'll, Right, I'll six check. grabs, I think four are touchdowns. Yes, and, and the other two are first downs. So <laughs> like big third down conversions and stuff like that. It's just... I don't know. It, it, like, I, I can't answer it because we get it all the time about where's Jimmy Graham. And we heard, you know, like they have a role for him on the team. And I, they've used it sometimes, but not enough. Uh, as for, you know, stopping the run, I completely agree with you, Tony. If you look at specifically their last four games, this four-game winning streak for the Bucks, Rashad White, who we talked with Mike about, uh, this is a guy that we're going to be mentioning all pregame about the Saints have to keep him contained. Because he's been getting the ball early and often from the Bucks, Like, he's had 20 or more rushing attempts in each of their last four games. Now, he didn't like, – Jacksonville kept him bottled up in the rushing attack, but he's also a really good receiver. Right, he's like their the version of Camara. Exactly, but he's at 1,380 total yards from scrimmage. Number seven in the NFL. And if I were to list the names ahead of him, it's eye-popping. It's like Christian McCaffrey, Tyree Kill, like C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, all these superstar players. And Rashad White is just sitting there. It, yeah. it, like – all these players that you'd expect, and then Puka Nakua is also up there. He's been outstanding this year, and if it weren't for C.J. Stroud, he'd be a, a slam-dunk rookie of the year pick uh, for the Rams as the fifth-round fifth wide receiver. Uh, but if you're looking at Rashad White, he's been outstanding, a Pro Bowl running back for sure for the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they're going to have to figure out a way to slow him down today. And, and like, from the, I get to watch the game um, this morning at 5 a.m. For me, Derek Carr has to get rid of the ball a lot quicker than what he does. He can't can't hold on to it so long. And and even if I know we've been spoiled by Drew Brees with a little uh, check downs and things like that, but he, in in my opinion, and I, I'm no expert, but in my opinion, he needs to. Have a look at what's available and take the best option. Yeah, we've seen that a lot with Carr. I feel like. Thank you, Tony. The clock in his head. Yeah. Happy New Year, Tony. That's this. We got a text. That's really cool that you're calling from. You know, 2024. Right. There. Exactly. Like, we'll, we've we'll already be, jumped ahead. Yeah. I know. We'll be there in 15 hours. Like a little bit, like 14 and a half hours, basically. But like Tony mentioned, I think that's been a problem with Carr, just getting rid of the ball a lot quicker than. Uh, he, he's got to be more decisive, obviously. And this pass rush from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going to be pretty uh, lethal to deal with, especially with your O-line banged up as well. Yeah, your O-line that hasn't played very well. Yeah, it's kind of right, scary to think about. Uh, we know that Carr is going to be running around for his life uh, a, a bit. Hopefully uh, they can do their job. I, I will say, you know, the uh, previous game, I guess it was against the, what was it, the Giants that they held up pretty well. But the Giants... 
Uh, not very impressive this season, obviously, but uh, there the have Giants been... have some decent defensive linemen. So there, it was a good game for the offensive line, but you know they got to be consistent. You yeah. got to do it week in, week out. You, you got to keep Carr in, in a clean pocket. So uh, seeing Jimmy also on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, Jimmy and Gretna saying, getting the fireworks ready for today's game. Man, my poor dog last night, folks were firing him oh, off. No. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, well, we do get some fireworks in Tampa today. And those cannons are firing really just for the black and gold and not for the Bucks. What's going on, I Jimmy? I forgot about the cannons at Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, man. Actually, my, my fish in my aquarium actually got a little bit spooked. So I understand exactly <laughs> what you're dealing with. As well as my pet rock. Okay, I had to let it sleep in the bed with me. Now I'm joking. Um, no, I'll say this. Look, if we do win, yeah, I'm shooting some mortar fire shells, some big-time hardcore <laughs> artillery tonight over my neighborhood. I'm going to be the greatest dad in the whole neighborhood tonight. If the Saints win over here in Gretna, baby, we're going to be tearing it up. And I do think Derek Carr is going to play well because he's like that. When we need him to do good, he kind of doo-doos the bed. And when we kind of like kind of want to play for a draft pick position or kind of force Dennis Allen out for some fans, I think that's the situation right now. He, I think he's going to win. I really do. This is the kind of game he wins. And, I, look, you play to win the game. That's where I'm at, okay? He's my quarterback till whenever. You know, it's it, again, it, 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 it's, you know, it's like a father-in-law, right? I mean, listen, whether you love him or you don't like him, or in between. He's yours. Right now, we, we're, he's yours. Right. you got to pass the mashed potatoes to him <laughs> at the Christmas or New Year's meal. It's just, and that's how it is right now. Same thing with Dennis Allen. I'm, I, You know, listen, does he deserve probably to get released? Yeah. I mean, we need to move in a direction that puts butts in the seats next year, and I think we're going to have a dip in attendance at this rate with the current uh, car slash Dennis Allen regime. So, yeah, something's going to change. And it's probably not going to be Derek Carr due to that contract. But my question to you guys is this. Um, Trevor Penning, I mean, is this dude a bust? Is he not talented? Was he drafted too high for that, you know, that first-round grade? Like, was he not coached properly? Like, is his him getting benched just, like, totally killed his confidence to the point where he's been deep six? Like, what's the deal with him? And then you look at Kendra Miller, I think he's hurt, but like looking back on us not going after the two-lane running back Spears because uh, he had a knee injury, like did we whiff on that? I mean, let, retroactively looking back at it, Steve and Charlie, what's your take on those two players? Was I mean, like it just seemed like we missed on these guys, and now what? What do we do now? Yeah, you mentioned obviously the, the with Trevor Penning and then also with the, out of sight, with out Kendra of Miller. Uh, poor Charlie, every time he looks up and sees Sam Laporta's name, I, like, I, he starts oh shaking and going, why did we not go for a tight end? I get so mad. Like I talk with Mike about this all the time because when we were previewing the draft back in, what was it, March or whatever, February even, we were talking about the best position group in the draft this past year was tight end. One of the best draft classes White Mike, Mike has Mike seen. Is, Mike said it was the best tight end class he had ever seen, and we didn't get a tight end. Just like, come on, man. You see Sam Laporta, he, every single night he, he's putting up big numbers. Like, I don't think he's going to get to 1,000 yards and be the third rookie to ever do that as a tight end, but he's going to get close. He's at like 860 right now after last night's game against the Cowboys. So it, it's going to be close for him. He's been outstanding for Detroit, and the Saints could have had him. Didn't get him. But as for specifically Penning, Penning's been out of sight, Oof. out of mind. 
Uh, it's been rough. It, it has been rough. Kendra Miller, like one of the big reasons that he picked him was because there wasn't a lot of tread on the tires. Like he was only a really a lead back in TCU for one year in college. Just hasn't been able to get on the he field. Just hasn't been able to get on the field. You had the stat about you know their second to fourth round picks this year, excluding Jake Hayner. What was it, Steve? That Foskey, Miller, and uh, Saldaveri. I almost forgot the offensive linemen <laughs> right. have played in a combined twenty games this year, which is seems like a lot. Honestly, it seems like more than I would have expected. Yeah, Penning, unfortunately, uh, you don't want to put the bust label on him so early, but the fact that the guy's not able to, able to get on the field with so many injuries with this black and gold squad, DMPs. it really makes you worry about his development. Why hasn't things progressed? Has Is it because of the coaching with Doug Marone at the offensive line? I think there's going to be – you know, we talk about changes – uh, coming to this staff, I think on the offensive side of the ball with coordinator, possibly O-line, and a lot of other places, there there could be a, a rash of differences in the coaching staff come next year uh, for this Saints offense. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's been a huge disappointment. I still won't call Penning just a bust yet, even though it's, it's tough not seeing uh, your first-round pick from a year ago still not being able to get on the field at all. I know. He's been out of sight, out of mind, like I said. It's unfortunate. We'll be back with more First Take after the break. See Sam and Baton Rouge and all your other calls right here on First Take. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We are closing things down here on first date, getting ready for the Bud Light countdown, the kickoff coming up. Want to thank the good folks at Magazine Pizza for feeding our in-studio Saints game day crew, Magazine Pizza, 1068 Magazine, dine-in or delivery, the best gourmet pizza selection in town. I suggest the Macho Man Pizza. Magazine Pizza also has pastas, sandwiches, wings, and salads. Just go to magazinepizza.com. I want to get into some of our audio here. Deuce McAllister's keys to the game, and here's what the Saints color analyst had to say heading into this matchup against the Bucs. Well, you've got to take care of the football. It's the old adage. You've got to take care of the football when you look at it just because the Bucks, how they like to take the football away. They've been playing with a ton of confidence. Uh, they're flying to the football. They're flying around the football. All 11 players are trying to get involved defensively. So it starts with, first and foremost, taking care of the football. And the other part of it is, is protecting the quarterback. You've been able to do a pretty good job with Ryan out, Ryan Ramchek out, but you're going to face a very, very active defensive front for Tampa Bay, and um, uh, they can beat you in a lot of different ways as far as with the interior guys. They've got uh, Vita Vey and then uh, uh, I can't uh, Kalija rookie. Yeah, well, he didn't play the he first didn't play. Game. He did not. Got four yeah. sacks. Yeah, he's and come so he, he, he's a very, right. very – he's very different from Vita Vey. He's, yeah. he, he's a lot quicker. 
I mean, but he is still a big man, and then they can rush you off of the edge. So they've got, you know, interior guys that can rush, but they're – ends they can really get after you as well so and they'll um, bring it too five, well, they're, they're, that's why they're going to bring five five-man pressure as well and so you talk about being able to stop that defensively we've got to tackle in the open field our tackling has been very very sloppy if we can tackle in the open field and make the bucks have to have 10 to 12 play drives and not just explosive plays you give yourself a chance Saints color analyst Deuce McAllister there with his keys to the game for the black and gold. And the first thing he mentioned, obviously, Charlie, that turnover differential. Man, oh, man, yeah, plus 10. Really surprising when you look at this Bucks team. You got to be in the plus margin today. The Saints have to be. Right. Bring them back down to earth. Now, the Bucks went plus four against Jacksonville, but overall in their four-game winning streak, they're only plus five. Like, they've gone even in two of those wins. They got they went plus one in one of them, and then they just had the outlier game against the Jaguars just this past weekend where they went plus four. If you're negative in the turnover differential, it's uh, you're giving Baker Mayfield and that that hot offense extra chances. It's not going to be a good day. We're closing things shop down here on first take. We'll be back with one more segment right after the break. Coming up next, the Bud Light countdown to kickoff with the Cajun Cannon. Be sure to stay tuned right here on WWL Saints Radio. The final first take of 2023, wrapping up, heading into a Saints NFC South matchup. The Black and Gold need to win for a chance to. Secure that spot as the division leader. Uh, Tampa Bay going for their third straight NFC South title. Uh, we've talked about it a lot, Charlie. How are you feeling heading into this matchup overall? I know uh, the the tummy's a little bit rumbling in this one. I'm not so confident for the black and gold. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like what Mickey Loomis said earlier on the week. It's a playoff atmosphere. If you look at their chances to make the postseason, it's slim right now. It's 13%. Jumps up to 27 with a win. If you lose, you could be eliminated as soon as today. So there's a lot of things that need to go right for them if they don't win the NFC South. But at the same time, that's all you're really hoping for at this point is to win out and have the Buccaneers lose out. It's that simple. Looking at a big – So Bobby's asked me if I'm taking the two and a half points. I I think I'm leaning that this is like a, a 20 – I think Vegas is on the money. And we had a text earlier that said it was like a 23-20 type of game. I think I agree. But – the Bucks are hot right now. It's, it's hard to pick against them. I think I would take the two and a half. Looking for Derek Carr, obviously, to have a big game. Hopefully can torch this Buccaneers secondary, which hasn't been so great. I was going to say, your X factor in the matchup. He's got he's to be able to have a good day. He hasn't historically had great games against the Buccaneers in his history. And he's, he's we're hoping for a flu game, the Michael Jordan flu game. There we'll you go. See. The Alvin Kamara flu game in Tampa going into 2024 is going to be legendary. Oh, I hope so. Fingers crossed. Closing things out on the first take right after this. The Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up with the Cajun Cannon. Bobby Bear. Stay tuned. Who that nation will be right back here on WWL Saints Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 